Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show. We are back with F1 Drive to Survive, the Netflix series. We're starting at episode 5 right now of season 2, Great Expectations. This is a Red Bull-centric episode. I have to re-record this because I screwed up the first time so annoyingly, and I was two minutes in, so we're starting over again. But at the very least, it gives me a little bit more time to talk and explain what's about to happen. So let's pause and try and get it, get the video going. Alrighty, Netflix is going. Now, if you don't remember, so season two covers the 2019 season. And in 2019, although early in 2019, we had Pierre Gasly as Max Verstappen's teammate. So this episode focuses on Pierre Gasly and Max Verstappen's relationship with Red Bull and how Max does fairly well and Pierre struggles. But we start off the episode with Christian Horner, actually, with his family eating, I'm assuming, breakfast. And Christian's going to ask... His family members, outside of his wife, who hasn't arrived yet, what their favorite drivers are. One of them said Lewis Hamilton. The other one said Sebastian, as in Vettel. None of them said the Red Bull. None of them said the Red Bull drivers at all, which is quite funny. But later, after we get this introduction out of the way, because that's what the that's what this family scene is setting up. We start off the episode with Christian Horner talking about Daniel Ricciardo leaving Red Bull. And there's a bit of a joke about uh, whether or not they got his name right. Because he's like, oh, we only raced... Christian says that, oh, we only raced for us for five years, so... Well, that's as far as I got before I tried to pause and then everything went wrong, unfortunately. So, unfortunately, I'm not really going to be able to pause unless I pause Netflix first. Also, I forgot, his wife during the family scene asks Christian what his favorite driver... Or who his favorite driver is. And he says, whoever's winning for us at the moment... Or... Okay, sans the at the moment, but still. That was his answer, which is lame, lame answer, Christian. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't say Fernando Alonso or literally anyone else, but it's a, it's a safe answer that they're doing the little interview thing, talking about how Daniel leaving Red Bull was unexpected, which is obvious, which was a shock to everyone. Doing some photo shoots at the moment. They're talking about who was going to replace Daniel for Max's teammate. Whilst in between shoots of the of the photo shoots. Looking within their own talent pool? Pierre Gasly was in Toro Rosso? That's that's a surprise. Oh yeah, he was at Toro Rosso, okay. Apparently Pierre did pretty good at Toro Rosso. Oh, okay. Toro Rosso's the Red Bull Junior team. I see. Pierre's talking about how he wanted to explode even though he after moving to Red Bull, even though he tried to keep as calm as possible. Now they're doing photo shoots with Pierre. Max seems to be done with his. Okay, now they're recording the video where Max says, Who who the mess are you? It's cool to see the behind the scenes of a spe specifically of that video. It's cool to see all the setup for that. Currently, Christian Horner is saying, Don't underestimate Pierre Gasly after talking about how impressive Max is for a 20... Well, at the time, for a 21-year-old. He says, well, you know, don't underestimate Pierre Gasly, you know, he's a great talent. And then they they ended up sacking him mid-season, so I guess that that's not something that holds up. Or that statement didn't age well. Currently, Christian's question, well, kind of the team's question, but Christian's talking about whether or not, they're wondering whether or not Pierre is going to be able to perform at the level of Max, which we learned was not the case. 
I'm not saying he did terribly, because he got better after his first two races, if I remember correctly, but wasn't quite an equal for Max, if I remember correctly. Christian just said that everyone's expecting everyone's expecting to see the Red Bull cars near the front of the field. And, you know, okay, yes, some people are expecting that, at least to be third, but... Since when did they have a fashion walk in Monaco? What did that happen? And apparently Charles was in a suit, too. Pierre is talking about how Monaco gives him goosebumps because there's no other track that's as challenging for the for the drivers as Monaco. Which I'm not I'm not sure if I I completely agree with that statement, but Monaco is definitely a challenging circuit. Christian's talking about how both drivers get the same equipment, which to be fair, uh, not necessarily true. Because remember, I think in 2018 when Daniel was still at Red Bull, Max had, I mean. Daniel did DNF a good bit, but Max's car degraded, on average, I think, faster than Daniel's did. So there was obviously a problem there. That either Max was exasperating or was a greater issue on Max's car than Daniel's car. So the fact that both cars are exactly the same, or this, that statement, isn't necessarily true. Okay, they're talking about how Pierre didn't have a good start to his career at Red Bull. Okay, crashed twice in preseason testing. Either I didn't know that or I forgot, but either way, that's so, that's a surprise to me. So now Christian's talking about how Monaco's attract it's all about confidence, and those two crashes in the preseason did not help Pierre's confidence. And that's bad when you're at a track like Monaco, for the aforementioned reason. So as long as Pierre cannot have an accident, or at the very least not a great one, he should be okay. Ooh. Clambered over the cur curb a little bit there. We're watching the onboard right now, which is pretty cool. There's not enough onboard shots during the actual race. It's pretty annoying. Ooh, a little wide. Ooh, very wide over the curb. Ooh. Lost the tail end, but saved it. Someone's, someone at Red Bull just said he caught he caught the, the spin nicely. Because he didn't really spin, but he got sideways. And quite aggressively, too. And that person's right, it was a very mighty catch. Because they're talking about the curbs right now, which seems to be Pierre's problem. Pierre just said he doesn't need anyone else to tell him how he's supposed to do something, because the target they set for him is lower than the target he sets for himself. Seems like a slightly arrogant thing to say, but I think ultimately that's a good mentality. You're the one behind the wheel, so you gotta please yourself. Not, not at the expense of the team, though. <coughs> Force India! I just want to say, though, I'm recording this after having watched the second header of the Austrian Grand Prix. So this is just a, a double day of F1 for me. Oh, hey, there's the Haas guy. Charles Leclerc, Nico Hülkenberg, Christian Horner. Just kind of a some B-roll of all the people on the grid currently. All right, they're all lining up right now. They're moving all the cars onto the grid. I didn't know that they left the drivers in the car while the car was being dolly to the grid. That's quite interesting. It must feel weird to be moving in a car like that, but you're not technically moving, moving. Alrighty, the lights are about to go out. Lights out at Monaco! Alright, Max gets a pretty good start. Ooh, gets pushed out by Botas, but might be able to stay close. It's 2-3 to three wide up the hill, further down the pack. Okay, Hamilton, Botas, and Verstappen. They're the top three. Where is Gasly? Okay, Gasly's in seventh. 
Not great, but not bad. Going through the tunnel. Into the braking zone. Something sounds like it's rubbing currently. I'm not sure if that's a su suspension being compressed or what. It's really attacking those curves. Kind of abusing the car there. A little bit of... Little bit of dialogue about what it's like racing at Monaco and the focus that it takes. Ooh! Someone outbreak themselves massively. One of the Ferraris spun themselves by trying to go to the go to the inside of the Renault. Leclerc was the one that did that. Oh yeah! And then he had the puncture. Yeah. That tire is oof. The right rear currently. Okay. Max is boxing right now. Seems to be behind one of the silver arrows. Not sure who it is. And then I think Leclerc just pitted along with him. Oh, the Mercedes tapped Max in the pit. Okay, it was Botas who was in the pit. Not a great move, but... Not the cleanest of moves, but... Okay, Verstappen's in second. Gasly only made it up to sixth, unfortunately, in all that time. Well, it would seem in all that time. Gazer just needs to look after his tires right now. Okay, we've got 10 laps remaining currently. Max is still behind Botas. No, behind Hamilton. Okay, Hamilton's in first. Okay, Hamilton and Vettel are having... Not Vettel, Verstappen. Having a fight, but... Having a fight, but it's not a full-on joust yet. Max isn't close enough. Max made up a lot of time in the braking zone. Lewis Hamilton just talked about how the tires aren't good. But if I remember correctly from this race, Hamilton managed to hold Vettel... Sorry, Verstappen off. Hamilton just said that Max is right up his trumpet, which is very true. Max just keeps out-breaking Hamilton into the braking zones. He's got better tires. He can afford to do that. Someone just said thread the needle. One of the people in the Red Bull garage. Max is saying, I'm trying to get past Hamilton currently. Oh, tries to go up the inside, does not make it. Tries to go up the inside to the chicane of Hamilton. Did not make it. Considering how tight that chicane is, that's not really a great place to try and make a move. Hamilton won. He managed to keep it. Still a good place, though. Second. Where was Pierre? Pierre got fifth. Not bad. Not bad. Seems to me... Seems to me that Pierre had a fairly lonely race. Okay, Christian Horner just said that while Pierre got a fairly decent position, his pace was very far off the leading group. Pierre's talking about being very competitive, and it's hard when you're at a new team because you want everything to be at 100%, but you gotta give it time. Oh, we got Will Buxton! My boy! Will Buxton just said that even on your best day, when you're lined up next to Max Verstappen, even your best day is going to look like failure. And you know what? Christian Horner, whether he... Considering he didn't explicitly say that, kind of echoed those same sentiments. Alright. Christian's back at the house, and a helicopter just landed. So they're going to go see that. Christian Horner just said, come on, you're going to be late for your own concert to his wife. The horses are running in their field. Christian Horner just adding to, not ex not explicitly or not not even directly to Pierre, but just adding to the pressure that Gasly has by saying that this is going to be a make or break season for him, which it was, and it was ultimately a break season, sadly.
His wife is just talking about how her work is like having to do 12 Monaco's in the space of three weeks. Alright. We're back in Canada, boyos! Montreal! Circuit Gilles Villeneuve. Let's go! Someone's doing a burnout. One of the Red Bulls. Don't know which one. Okay, Saturday practice. We got 17 minutes left. Good, because I am very hungry. Gasly in the Red Bull. We're, we're watching the onboard at the moment. Okay, one of the engineers said to Pierre, you need to pick up your pace. Gasly's response was trying to. Someone... Okay, the Red Bull Motorsport Advisor just said that Gasly is poor, which is not good. Okay, his pace will quite a bit off his teammate, said Christian. Horner just said the more you relax, the faster you go. Okay. Horner just said that Pierre spends too much time looking at the data and not driving on instinct. And at this level, that's very detrimental. He said he needs to let it flow, sort of like Max. That's the thing, is if you keep looking at the data all the time, you just get you just get memorized by trying to be like, oh, corner two, I can break that a little bit later according to the data and so on and so forth. You just got to feel it out. It's good to know, but to become obsessed by the data isn't isn't as helpful as you might think. Because then you just become infatuated with it and you... You become infatuated with it and obsessed with it. And... Lose, and you... Reduce your driving by the seat of the pants that perhaps you should be doing. Just giving it your all regardless of the data. Okay, the race has started. We're with Gasly at the moment. Okay, Vettel is leading currently, but not for long. Charles Leclerc is trying to get into second. One of the Silver Arrows is holding him off. Who are we with? Okay, Gasly. Being told to close up to Ricardo. Pierre's got to give it his all. Has to catch Ricardo. Max is asking if he needs to gain six or seven seconds. He's pressing and holding the overtake button. I believe that's a DRS. I think he overtook Fernando. He overtook one of the McLarens. Not sure who it was. It might have been Stoffel Vandor, to be fair. Okay, Max is going to make another move. Verstappen's up into sixth. Good. Gasly needs a bit of a breather. The commentators are talking about how Gasly is behind by a, a good bit. Everyone just shaking their heads, unfortunately, at uh, Pierre's performance. Lewis Hamilton won the Canadian Grand Prix. Max got 5th, from ninth to 5th, which is pretty good. Ooh, Gasly slid back to 8th, one position away from where Max started. Christian is saying that we don't, we want the drivers to be heroes, and we don't want to be finishing 6th or 7th or 8th or ninth because, unfortunately, that has no value to them. A bit rough, but considering who Red Bull are, I can understand that. Apparently, Pierre didn't see his parents all that much because... He left, he left home at 13 because he was in karting and racing a lot. That's where he spent most of his time. Like I was saying earlier, though, you just can't stare at the data all the time. All the time. Not saying you should be negligent to it. You should know, of course, but... Once you become consumed by the numbers, you forget that driving is about feeling, and you can't ignore that. Currently at his house, or at his parents' house, Pierre is playing F1. One of the Codemaster Formula 1 titles. Not sure which one, though. Alright, we are at... 
Austria, Spielberg. Cool. The Red Bull Ring. The second round of the race that I just watched today. Well, not the very race, but the same track. Apparently, it's the home crowd for Red Bull. Now, how many people are actually drinking Red Bull? Seriously. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Christian Horner's talking about how Gasly's confidence is just getting wrecked at every race. And that the pressure keeps building and building. Later, Hosen! So currently, one of the interviewers just asked a question about whether about the rumors of whether or not Pierre Gasly will lose his seat at Red Bull. It's interesting that some some of the journals have auto recorders. Audio recorders. I want to say camcorders, but that's absolutely wrong. I can't remember what they're I can't remember what they're called, but the little the little audio devices that only record audio. They they look like tiny phones, but they're not. Don't remember what they're called at the moment. I'm blanking. Alright, eight minutes left. All, most of which will probably be consumed by this race, and oh my, it's already started. Alrighty, Gasly, what are you gonna do? A lot of McLaren fans. Or, well, at the very least, there's a lot of people wearing orange shirts. So. Alright. Max got past one of the McLarens. Alright, he's gonna get past Raikkonen in the Alfa Romeo. Max does, by the way. Verstappen's in fifth. Pretty good, pretty good. Where is Gasly? Ooh. Gasly has not passed the Alfa Romeo he's fighting with yet. Alright, Verstappen's doing pretty good at the moment. We have, we're on board with him again. I think he... So the last we heard he's in fifth. I think at the moment he might be in fourth. Judging... Okay, he's into the podium positions. Okay, better than fourth. Because he just passed one of the Ferraris. Probably Vettel? Ooh, okay. He's having a go at one of the Mercedeses. Okay, he's cleared Valtteri Bottas. Good. He's in second! Yeah! Ooh, Pierre Gasly might be lapped by his teammate. Oof! That's not good. Okay, Gasly's about to be lapped. Not sure by who. Okay, about to be... Lapped by Leclerc, who's the leader, and Max is behind him, so he is going to get lapped by by Max. There you go. And if I remember correctly, 2019 Red Bull Ring had a pretty good fight between Leclerc and Max. Alrighty. Time for Max to pounce on Charles. He's getting close. He's within DRS range. Charles is blocking the second turn, that hairpin. He's going defensive. Not defensive enough. Max gets the turn! Oh, there's a bit of bumping! Max Verstappen gets the move done, but Leclerc's probably not done yet. Max is currently in first, likely to win. He wins the Austrian Grand Prix. Let's go! Well done. Makes me wonder how big the Drive to Survive crew is, because they're covering... You know, Red Bull, Haas, Ferrari, and sort of Mercedes. How big is that team? Okay, Pierre got 7th. Not good. Red Bull is elated. Alright, how many minutes left? 3 minutes. Let's see what's going to happen by the end of this episode. I actually kind of need the episode to end. My mouth is getting dry. 
The win goes to Max. Ah, the champagne and the full crowds back before COVID happened. Pierre is talking to someone at the moment. I think the mic is either off or he's far too... But at the moment, the cameras are kind of too far away to hear. Pierre seems gutted. Christian said that they tried to make it work with... They tried to make it work with Pierre, but unfortunately, Christian thinks that Pierre might have been promoted into that drive a bit prematurely. So now the question is, who's the right person to have partnered with Max Verstappen? Then the next episode, episode 6, will focus on Alex Albon, the person who replaces... The person who replaces Pierre Gasly. Ooh, we got... Gonna focus on Ferrari and Renault next. That's gonna be... Woo! That's gonna be hot! That's gonna be spicy! Especially because Ferrari... Oh, they had some problems last year. They had a lot of problems last year. Anyway, though, as usual, F1 Drive to Survive it does not disappoint. Even with episode, I believe that was episode 5. Episode 6 is Raging Bull, so more Red Bull and I believe a little bit of Ferrari there. So you'll have that to look forward to probably next Sunday. Unless, unless I have another episode coming out. And I think Netflix is still going. I need to stop this. Okay, there we go. Anyway, though, what do you guys think of episode five? What do you do? You think that Pierre wasn't given a fair shake, or do you think that was given all the time and effort in the world and still couldn't make it? I personally lean that way, but tell me what you think. If you're listening on Podbean or Spotify, please like the like the episode, follow the podcast, share the episode, and hey, share the podcast if you want to. If you're watching or listening on YouTube, like, comment, share, and subscribe, and hit the little notification bell. That way you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, well, hey, download Spotify before you go, or boot it up if you already have it. Tap in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I hope you all enjoyed. Episode 5 was very enjoyable for me. I didn't get everything in there, but I tried to get most of the really good talking points in there. I'll see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.